Okay. So, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode on the Mizi Wahid Podcast. Thank you so much for listening in to my new episodes. I really appreciate all the feedback that you guys have been sharing with me and all the shares that you've been doing on social media. It means a lot. Please tag me uh, in some of your most favorite episodes and who are some of your favorite guests so far. I hope 2022 has been kind to you and if it has been a bit rough or challenging, I truly understand. We're still trying to recover from this uh, COVID-19 never-ending pandemic. <laughs> Everybody's going through it right now. And uh, everyone I meet now, I just ask them, have you gotten COVID yet? <laughs> it's a very straightforward question. I also asked the guest today and she's like, okay, <laughs> it's a strange <laughs> question to ask. But um, yeah, I think sometimes we just want to get it done and over with. You want to return back to some some form of normalcy, you know, get back to life um, as how it was prior to 2020. So I hope uh, and I wish you guys have an amazing 2022, inshallah. Today, we have another inspiring guest and her name is Suzlina. She runs this social enterprise called Curated by Sus. Okay? And um, what she does is quite inspiring and I'll let her share with you herself so that I don't misrepresent uh, what is it that she really does. But basically, um, you know, she has created something that has empowered a lot of people who probably had the skills and had the abilities and had the know-hows, but just needed that extra nudge and push and support. And that's where she comes in. Okay. And she um, is um, somebody who has um, not just, well, I would say, you know, her skills, she has let me rephrase, okay? So basically, before she started this, she was doing some other stuff too. And I think everything from her past obviously uh, paved the way for her to do what she wants to do today. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the Mizi White Podcast today, Suzlina. Hi, Suzlina. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. <laughs> Thank you for inviting us. How are you? Um, I'm good. Thank you. Okay, so dah kena COVID? Belum. Alhamdulillah. Okay, yeah. so whether you've gotten it or not, uh, Alhamdulillah either way, right? So, um, Suzlina, thank you for coming here. Yes. Um, you know, when we saw um, some articles that were sharing about your story, we felt really inspired and your mm -hmm. story is quite amazing in terms of what you have been doing, what you are attempting to do mm -hmm. to help uh, people in our community so I would like to give you the honor of sharing a bit about um, first of all maybe just curated by SUS mm -hmm. and then we'll retract a little bit to talk about your life pre-curated mm -hmm. by SUS mm -hmm. is that okay? oh is that okay mm. so go ahead oh okay so a uh, little bit about myself mm -hmm. um, I'm 41 years old mm -hmm. Singaporean uh, I have two kids uh, my daughter is 13 years old mm -hmm. my son is uh, 6 years old uh, I'm married to an educator mm -hmm. he's a head of department for a school in the east mm -hmm. um, before I started curated by SUS uh, I was actually a project manager for a research institute at mm -hmm. the Singapore Management University okay yeah. SMU so, yes correct mm. alright so mm. um what led you or what inspired you and motivated you to start Curated by Source? There must have mm. been something, right? Mm. There must have been a trigger or, you know, just everything just fell into place because of what you needed to do in the past, perhaps. 
Mm, okay. So when I was working at SMU, uh, I was a project manager for a financial literacy program mm-hmm. for young adults. So uh, that started this uh, social enterprise journey because mm-hmm. I seen that how they actually do their program, which is to help uh, young adults from low income families uh, through financial literacy uh, education. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I wanted to take a break from the corporate world to spend more time with my family, mm-hmm. uh, I did think that maybe I should do more. Uh, instead of just you know spending time with my family, I should do something else. Mm-hmm. So I started to volunteer actually. Okay. So I w- volunteered with United um, United Singapore Women, uh, and at that point in time, they have this program called Help Anna program. So help what? Sorry. Help Anna program. Anna. Mm. So the program is actually to help uh, foreign wives who are uh, abused. So. Uh, domestic so, abuse yeah domestic abuse survivors mm. yeah so uh, they wanted a uh, translator mm. so they wanted translator for Indonesian wives okay. who are residing here in Singapore uh, who are survivors of domestic abuse mm-hmm. and uh, it is to work with their lawyers mm. um, and because uh, they needed legal uh, uh, legal advice mm-hmm. from the lawyers but they can't speak English mm-hmm. so I came in to translate the legal uh, documents or mm. the legal inquiries uh, on behalf of the lawyers to the beneficiaries. Okay. So that was the start actually mm. because I saw that um, how strong they are mm-hmm. that they have to face this every day. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that um, you know survivors of uh, domestic abuse are actually weak. Mm. They are actually not mm. because they made up their mind every day that hey, I have to survive today. Mm. I have to do this because I have kids. Mm. How do I proceed? Um, to the next day. So I felt at that point in time like uh, these women are very strong. Mm. So I felt that can I do something to actually help other women um, because I do have that knowledge of actually building program and projects uh, from my previous job. Mm-hmm. So um, what happened was that I knew somebody who has a bridal shop Okay. Yes, uh, at Jujak Complex. Mm-hmm. So she was asking me, hey, Suze, do you know anyone who can actually make uh, cookies because I want to start wedding favors mm-hmm. or as a side last, so mm-hmm. to, to provide berkat. to uh, berkat <laughs> for the bride and groom. So I was thinking, yeah, I, I do know a single mother who can actually make cookies. So I said, I was thinking that maybe this is the right time to start something. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I asked the single mother and she, her name is Lynn. Mm-hmm. I asked her whether, and will you be okay to start this? Is uh, she one of the survivors of the domestic abuse? No, no. The, the people that I'm working with now are not the survivors of those. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because, by right, if they are going through therapy, you shouldn't be. True. Yeah, correct. So, I, I do draw the line mm-hmm. because that's my capacity as a volunteer mm-hmm. and I want to work with, uh, you know, other single mothers out there, Singaporean okay. mothers out there. So we started this together in 2019. Mm. So that was before COVID. Mm. <laughs> so the plans that we made at that point in time was all before COVID. Uh, but we do go for uh, you know social networking session to introduce our program, uh, not program, to introduce the business mm. and uh, you know to get to know other people and and, and things were working out. Mm. We even worked with uh, food bloggers. Yeah. And then they created YouTube videos for us. Nice. Yeah. So 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 yeah, things were working. And then COVID happens. Of course. Yeah. So when COVID happens, things change. And my baker Lynn lost her job. Mm. Uh, the day when Singapore announced that we're going to uh, go to circuit breaker, 
that day itself, she lost her job. Wow. Yeah. So, at that point time, our morale was very low, of course, because I know that uh, Lynn was also disturbed by the fact that she lost her job. Um, whatever we are doing in Created by Suze is actually to supplement uh, their income. Mm. So, it's not a full-time. Not as a main income. Yes, correct. Mm. So, it's something on the side for them. Mm. So, she lost her main job. So, whatever uh, plans that we have because of COVID and we have no idea how to proceed from there because nobody knows what's going on actually mm-hmm. at that point time. We were all trying to survive and see what's next, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, so we stopped for a while uh, and we supposed to actually do for Hari Raya because uh, I think Hari Raya was coming and mm-hmm. everything. So, we had plans for that but we had to stop. Uh, and then uh, what happened was uh, we noticed that people were asking us, hey, can you send cookies uh, to my friends or my colleagues to cheer them up? Mm. So, it's called care packages. Uh. Mm. So, we felt that, hey, there's another way of doing this. Yeah. So I said, okay, why not we try? Not in a big way, but now nah, let's let's try and do this. Okay, so that keep us going for a while. And then South China Morning Post, uh, a journalist was trying to cover a story about how home-based businesses are affected by the new rulings uh, that is implemented here in Singapore. So I think she saw the video that we did with the food bloggers and then she asked me if I'm interested to give my view. So my two-second fame there. Lah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking like, wow, South China Morning Post, and she asked us, wow, this is something. Mm-hmm. So we, I didn't know that it will actually um, evolve into something else. At that point, I couldn't see it. Uh, but we all couldn't see COVID is going to happen anyway, yeah. right? And how, how long it was going to last. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So we didn't know. So after that, Singapore Kindness came. And then after that, we had another interview with, uh, I think, Women's Life Network. Uh, yeah, and Swapi, uh, another one that she covers us. So things were moving in that direction. So mm-hmm. I was actually quite surprised that, hey, people are receptive towards this idea. Uh, so when I started, I know that this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it evolves into something else. Mm-hmm. So that was something else, yeah. Correct. Okay, so um, when you started to get more and more attention, mm. um, did it actually lead to more sales, more orders? Of course, yes, definitely, okay. of course. Uh, and were you guys overwhelmed? Like how many bakers yeah. at one point did you have? So when we started the, the thing, uh, I was selling it to my friends mm. and relatives and without even trying, they say, yeah, yeah, we'll buy, we'll buy. Because I think they know me mm-hmm. and they know the purpose behind it. So everybody wants to help. Mm. So we were selling to our friends and relatives. And then when the media starts knocking and then we were asked about the care packages and all that, corporate clients came and asked okay. us. Okay, uh, But because we are home-based businesses, uh, there is always a limit to how much we can bake True. from home. Uh, so we do take orders. But because we got so excited working with all the different brands, mm. um, I think that we kind of like get overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the orders itself mm. and then I also start to think do you that you have to turn down orders at that point um, or do you just take it anyway and then figure it from out <laughs> <laughs> I always ask my bakers can you guys cope can you guys cope mm. you know and it has to be a realistic timeline mm-hmm. um, but a lot of things come into factor COVID comes into factor, which I never factored that in. Uh, first thing is we are not a factory. So mm. we are really home-based. So the bakers really bake from their home and there's only one kitchen and one uh, oven. oven. Mm. Correct. So and when COVID happens, sometimes they get sick or their family gets sick. And when we take in orders, uh, you know, sometimes it, it has an impact on the orders itself. Mm-hmm. Initially, I tried not to turn down. Then when I realized that uh, we are getting overwhelmed by it, uh, and I can see that everybody uh, is getting exhausted. So I start to think that hey, maybe we should redo this and rethink this. Uh, we shouldn't be taking in, you know, all all this that comes in. Mm-hmm. We should know when to stop. So I think it's a learning process for us, including myself. 
Okay. So, uh, you just now mentioned about, was it Lynn or Lina just now? Lynn. Okay. Yeah. So, initially, we started with one baker. Mm-hmm. And then, after that, when COVID um, circuit breaker was lifted, um, I asked another baker who uh, baked Tapak Kuda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one that I got. Eh? Yes. <laughs> and uh, she's a single mother too uh, and with two kids. And uh, I asked her if she's interested to join us and she said, okay, let's give mm. it a shot. And then after that, we had one more person, Mala, uh, an Indian Muslim lady uh, who does Muruku. Mm. Yes. And asked her whether she is interested and, uh, and we added one more lady who's a stay-at-home mom uh, from a humble background mm. uh, last year. So she baked kuitats and uh, cookies and different stuff. So everybody does different things. Okay, so it's nice. not overlapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, caring. Okay. Mm. So if I may understand, so for example, you said that Lin, her story is that she lost a job mm, that demoralized okay. her. Mm. What were some of the other challenges faced by all these single mothers that you were working with? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, because you're a single mom, huh? money is important, right? Because mm. you have no other resources coming Singapore in. Singapore is a very cheap country. Right? <laughs> And you have kids. And as a mother, as a parent, you want to give the best to your kids Mm -hmm. as much as you can. So I guess that uh, financial constraint is always an issue. So even though uh, my bakers has full-time job, they are willing to uh, bake. And this actually takes a lot of effort. Mm -hmm. Because aside from taking care of the kids, you also put some time away to actually do this. And and it's because that they want to earn extra money. Mm. They want to earn extra money because tuition fees are expensive. Uh, When they're like bags and shoes, it Mm. happens with kids, right? Mm -hmm. We also have to buy. Mm -hmm. Um, So whatever extra they have, they never tell me that I'm going to buy a new bag. But they will say that, oh, I'm going to buy something for my kids or Mm. I'm going to pay for the tuition fees. It's always for the kids and family. Yes, Mm. correct. So so I think that's one of the, the housing... Alhamdulillah for all of them, um, it's either that they have their own house or they are staying with their parents and for them it's like they have a good support system at home mm. where their mom and dad actually helps to take care of the kids for them. Mm. So I think that's helped. Childcare is an issue actually here in Singapore. Yeah. If you are lucky, uh, if your mom and dad are still healthy, you have people to take care of the kids for you. But when COVID happens, when it hits everybody, mm-hmm. you have to take care of everyone, including mm-hmm. your mom and dad, your children. Mm-hmm. And then in the end, you get sick. Also. Mm-hmm. So I guess that for a single parent, when uh, COVID actually adds more challenges to it, mm-hmm. because sometimes you have to work from home and home may not be a conducive environment for you to work from. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so sometimes that they, they actually go to work because they have that peace of mind mm-hmm. away from everyone. So when you have to work from home, I guess that the stress level is different. Definitely, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I get a lot of people telling me that work from home. In, initially, when it was announced, everybody's like, "Yay, work from home! Mm. Don't have to go to office." Mm. But I think three months into it, I started getting so many messages. People yeah. feeling so drained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A different kind of exhaustion, you know, yeah, working correct, from home, correct. staring at the screen. You know, cannot tell the difference between work hours and non-work hours and things like that. And yeah. having the kids around too. Correct. And their yes. home-based learning. Yeah. Like, you have to look at them and attend to your Zoom meetings. And so, yeah. it, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are some qualities that you look out for? I mean, I'm sure, okay, so they are single moms. Hmm. I'm sure they need a kitchen and an oven. <laughs> I'm sure they need some baking skills. Yes. 
Um, mm. Anything else that you look out for? Uh, in Singapore, if you are actually running a home-based business from home, you need to get the proper certification in order for you to bake from home. Mm. So I think that is necessary, the certification that they need. Um, of course, you need to have dedication as well. Like mm. I mentioned that uh, this is just to supplement whatever income that you have. So that means that you have to uh, take time to actually commit to an order if there's uh, mm. any that comes in. Mm. Uh, make sure that you are proud of your work mm. because quality is important. You have to be consistent. Jangan mm. one day the kuita is this size, you know, <laughs> then the yeah. next day people order is, you know, the kuita is different size. So that's very important as well. Mm. Um, because our customers know that they are buying uh, for, the, for whatever reasons that they have, not so they want to help others, right? Our mm. customers. So they are buying it. But they also work hard for their money. True. So we have to ensure that whatever products that we have is of a certain quality. It has to be uh, consistent mm-hmm. and be open to um, feedback. Mm. because sometimes we have feedback about our cookies or our cakes and all that and you know I'm the first person who will receive the feedback sure. but I will taper it down <laughs> make <laughs> it nicer but um, be open-minded about it mm. because we are all trying to learn and as much as we can we try to improve whatever that we have uh, has yeah. there been any feedback that kind of like affected you in any way? Mm, no, no. So far, the feedback I have not received anything that is affected me. Mm. Uh, but there's one incident last year that happened last year with a corporate client, which mm. is a huge, uh, brand. So it's near to Christmas. I think I think mm. two months before Christmas. So they were searching for uh, cookies to give away uh, as charity, you know, in their own company. Mm. So every you know major companies nowadays they have this thing called CSR. Yeah. So it's corporate social responsibility. Mm-hmm. So they have like a certain targets to meet and all that. So they're always searching for uh, places or people that uh, they would like to help, mm-hmm. you know. Last time probably they will go to those old folks home and all that. Yeah. But because you cannot gather now, right? Yeah. So what they do is that sometimes they will uh, order cookies or cakes and, and send to whichever orphanages or old folks home that they want to uh, donate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this brand actually approached us and the way that they do things, I think that uh, it was quite... Um, maybe they don't actually communicate to each other. So what happens is that uh, in their company, they have a small team. Uh, they're all working in other areas, but they come together to form like this CSR uh, yeah. community team. Uh-huh. So I guess that they don't really communicate with one another. So when they approach me, I ask them, we are home-based business. Mm-hmm. So uh, we don't have uh, a kitchen out there, mm. you know. So are you guys fine with that? Mm. Because I need to know. Uh, so the person say, oh, yeah, 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 we are fine, we are fine. Then I say that, oh, how many do you need? Because mm. we are, again, home-based business, we have limitation to how much we can produce. Mm. And then so we narrowed down to the logistic and all that. Uh, and then I thought it was okay, yeah. okay. And then the person who hits that particular team, mm-hmm. the leader, uh, isn't Singaporean. So she, I think just suddenly they update her or something. I don't know. So she said, can I have a Zoom meeting with, with you and the rest of her team? I said, okay. But I sense <laughs> like, eh, something is, you know. Yeah. It's one month before, before yeah. we're supposed to deliver our products. So she began to question, uh, like, how do you run home-based businesses? Because she's not familiar. So I explained. Mm. Uh, explain. Mm. And then she asked, uh, how do you guys do business? Where do you cook? Where do you bake? Uh, how how you know that it's clean? How do you certify it? And all those questions. So I felt like I've been questioned the model, the business mm. model. And then yeah. she asked, uh, is this how you run your business? Mm. I'm not sure whether she's a direct person or, you yeah. know, those person that... Uh, right. But I felt that, eh, 
you know. No filter. Uh, yeah, I know. Then I was like, eh. But perhaps also she doesn't understand the concept of Singaporean home-based business. Correct, this. yes. I think that's so, a factor. Yeah, yeah, so I felt that her staff should have updated her. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is that they should actually um, discuss internally. Like, uh, are we okay mm. to actually order from home-based businesses? Uh, or we prefer somewhere where they have a, a kitchen there, mm. you know. So, as so did the order go through? Huh, nah. So here's the thing. <laughs> so they ask, finally they ask. So if anything happens to us, who's gonna take responsibility? Mm. At that point in time, I was thinking like, I was thinking like, hey, we are talking about single mothers mm. and you know, uh, stay-at-home moms from modest background. Mm. Do you think that we have the money to pay you if mm. anything happens? Mm. Where do you think that we will? be able to get that money from. Mm. The mothers are working not for a Chanel handbag, mm. they are not buying a Maserati, mm. but they are buying small things for their kids, mm. you know. So when you said that, then, you know, red flag. Mm. So I was thinking ahead that if anything happens, right, mm. we couldn't afford to True. do this with them. And is this something that we want? Mm. So at that point in time, I told her that, uh, you know what, um, we didn't bid for this project mm-hmm. neither we ask for this project yeah. you guys Your google approach, us yeah. and i ask the relevant questions because mm-hmm. i think that's important to us mm-hmm. to know that whether you guys are okay with the setup that we have um, but i am also okay to say that i do not want this you know uh, mm-hmm. project mm-hmm. because i'm worried that you know if anything happens my mothers have to the single mothers have to fork out their own money mm-hmm. and it's not something that we can do at this point in time mm-hmm. and so I think she got shocked mm. <laughs> because probably she's thinking like, hey, the amount of money that we're going to pay you for this. Uh, I mean, Rezeki alone, uh, I mm. mean, Rezeki can come from other areas, sure, right? Sure. So, but if let's say it comes with issues and problems like this, right? And you foresee that something like this can happen in the future. Mm. And my job is actually not just to protect Created by Sus, the branding itself and the initiative itself, but I also have to protect my, my bakers and yeah. their family as well. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of people that I need to protect. True. So we 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 say yeah uh, we declined it nicely through email, <laughs> and then I discussed it with the mothers and I told them that this is how it is. So my suggestion is that we should actually don't go ahead with it, yeah. and if there's rezeki, it will come from other areas. So of course we were a bit disappointed, but I think we had to do what we had to do. I think that's wise. Mm-hmm. I think you made the right decision. Correct, correct. I think sometimes when there are red flags and we just tapula, we just want the rezeki, we just want the income. Mm. It might bite you, okay, you know, yeah. in the future. So, might as yeah. well just let it go. Uh, you know, inshallah, more opportunities. Yeah. Um. Apart from that, any mm. were there any moments um when you felt like you know what this is not gonna work? Might as well just give up. Were there moments <laughs> like that? I think everybody who started a project or business will always think that way. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, when when was your much um, yeah, lowest point or you know. I think when, when COVID happens, uh, mm. seriously, uh, COVID happens and we just started in 2019, right? So The momentum was just about to build. This correct. And then <laughs> when shoot, nose dive down. And then I'll start to think like, eh, then what's going to happen? We can't even get together. Mm. We cannot even, you know, ha- weddings are cut, right? And the initial idea was to have to do weddings uh, berkat, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So people are not getting married at that point in time because everybody stopped. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a solemnizer. Many weddings cancelled. Correct. Yeah. And mm. then uh, the number of people has went down. Mm. Last time our Malay weddings, it was a huge affair, isn't it? Thousand, it was like, yeah, it was point. like really big. Uh, so, yeah, so I have to, at a point in time, like, is this going to work? Am I supposed to shelf this for another time? 
So what am I supposed to do now? And I was doing this wait and see, mm. uh, but I was quite fortunate to have people. Um, I think what COVID happened when COVID happens, ah, uh, it kind of changed people um, views as well. Mm-hmm. People will start to care about other people more, mm. right? There was a period that everybody starts to Reddit and make each other happy because they know that everybody's going through tough times. Mm-hmm. So when uh, this care packages thing uh, happens. It happens because of COVID as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that at that point in time, uh, we were, we were, we took up the challenge to do it. Mm. Um. So I think somehow whatever business model that we had or whatever plans that we had initially, it changes because of the circumstances that we are in right now. Mm. So I guess as a good project manager mm-hmm. or a business owner, you have to be adaptable to the changes around you. Yeah. Always know that whatever plans that you had created in the first place may not be the final plan. That's true. Yeah, correct. Uh, be flexible. Yeah, correct. Yeah, because yeah, anything can happen. Yeah. Um, when when going through those kind of moments, mm. how does your family support you? Does they, you know, do they give you some moral support or do they assist you? Any hands on things or? <laughs> mm, yeah. I don't really share much with my mom and dad because I think they were also when when COVID happens. I think I was more worried about them because mm-hmm. they stay by themselves, mm. and I was worried whether my mom would be okay because she can't see us right. Mm-hmm. Uh, she can't see her grandkids. Uh, whether she'd be happy because she's happier when we are around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't share my worries with them because I think that they have enough on their plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I do talk about. Uh, the the issues that I have with my husband, mm. uh, he provide a listening ear, mm-hmm. um, because he's an educator. So mm. our jobs are really different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he he's the person who actually kind of inspired me to start working on programs which has this, uh, you know, uh, social impact. Correct. Mm. Yes, because before he was teaching, he was working with an association to uh, he actually created this adopt a family program. Mm. Where they actually purchase PC, I think, for mm. for different family. Mm-hmm. So he was informing me about what he was doing and all that. So I I guess that he kind of like inspired me to change, mm. uh, like career path, because <laughs> <laughs> I was doing business development marketing then. So I thought like, hey, mm, this sounds good. You know, this sounds good. Less, like less corporate, more meaningful. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it has a meaningful mean. You know, when you see what you're doing for the community, mm-hmm. um, somehow he has this rippling effect. And I think it's one of the best jobs that you can have actually, mm. right? For me, because it suits my character well. Yeah. So he's basically just the listening ear. Yeah. I think that sometimes enough. You, you need someone to just yes. <laughs> mm. understand. Okay. So what what are your plans next for Curated Wisos? How many bakers do you now have? We have four. Four, okay. okay. So, Lynn found a job mm-hmm. uh, recently. So, we are all happy for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because that all, all of them has uh, something going on in their lives, so we decided to do just 20% uh, of our time, mm-hmm. uh, focusing on creator by Sus and 80% you know, doing the rest of the things that are going on in our lives. So, in terms of moving forward, we are happy where we are now. Mm. Um we we do know uh, how many orders we can take. Okay. So now we have more rules we mm-hmm. set uh, so that all of us stay sane. <laughs> um, yeah. And when I started Curated by Suze, it was because of, you know, uh, the the wedding industry and mm-hmm. everything and then things change and all that. So this... But weddings I, are back now. Huh? Weddings are back now. They Even are. they are small. Correct, right? correct. They are. Uh, but we see. We see if, if it's another area that we, we want to go to. Mm. Uh, but right now, because I'm... Uh, what happened is... Uh, 
the universities, some universities here in Singapore as well as Malaysia invited me to sit in for research interviews. Mm -hmm. So they are trying to see how they can actually help uh, single mothers or unwed young mothers um, and how to, the campaigns or the things that we can do for them. So they actually asked me for my opinions mm -hmm. um, and I felt that what Created by Suze had, had um, evolved is it happened like you know, it started as a business and now I'm sharing my knowledge with people. Mm -hmm. So somehow uh, it has started like, you know, it's part of a movement mm -hmm. to help other single mothers. Mm -hmm. uh, so I guess I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah, but I'm glad that it happened this way. I'm glad that more societies uh, or, or, or universities or, uh, you know, uh, people are actually looking to different ways to help this particular group of mothers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What? I mean, as we're recording this, mm. it's International Women's Day. Yeah, this is yesterday. The week. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. So this is the week everyone's celebrating. Um, what What are your hopes for women, you know, and especially the women that you're trying to help? Um, is there anything that perhaps the world can do more of or society can take note of or men can be an ally to, you know, like what are your hopes with regards to this? Mm. If I'm talking about the single mothers, eh, sometimes when we say that, oh, the uh, ibu tunggal mm -hmm. or a single mother, and then you hear people say that, eh, kesiannya the, the single mother. Why do we say kesian? That's just the first thing that came to my mind. Because that lady might have gotten out of an abusive relationship mm. or her husband might be a drug addict, mm. you know, and she has to make sure that her family is safe. So whatever problems that they are facing now in terms of finances or childcare, it is a better problem than compared to whatever problems that they used to mm, face. Yeah. So sometimes I think as a community, we try to refrain from using um, negative words because you never know that this lady is actually much more happier now. Mm. Yeah. So I think that... Uh, the stigma and the stereotype correct. needs to change. Um, yeah. So I want that checkbox to be out. Mm. I don't want people to put in uh, different boxes and being labelled. So I'm hoping that the label for single mothers will be removed. Mm -hmm. People will see them that, you know, it's not that they don't try to have a normal marriage or a normal family, mm -hmm. but things happen. Yeah. It's beyond them. Mm -hmm. And they make a choice to stay single because it's for the safety of their kids or for themselves. So sometimes I think we have to minimize the comments. Um, we have to, you know, show them encouragement in other ways uh, because they are not asking for charity. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why I started Created by Sus also because they have skills. Mm. They have skills to bake. So they want to be appreciated for the skills that they have. Mm. And we can show them by, you know, purchasing their products from them and all that and not to think that they expect charity from, mm. from the rest of us because they are very strong, independent women. Yeah. So I guess that's what I want uh, the community to change the way they look at the single that's a really good point thank, thank you for you. raising that yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't think of it that way but yeah I think that the normal stigma is mm. you know um, the women themselves feeling like a failure because they are no longer married mm. but then another perspective is not all divorces are bad yeah. sometimes it's for the betterment Correct. of themselves their yeah. children their future their sanity their mm. overall well-being mm -hmm. right mm. okay um, you said that you're happy with what you have now Mm. But is there a bigger dream somewhere about wanting this to expand and grow mm. or have more mothers under your wing? The dream is always there. Mm -hmm. uh, I always wanted like a kitchen. 
Mm. Uh, a central kitchen. Correct, perhaps. central kitchen where we can get together and actually do this. Mm. Um, of course, that's the dream. Mm. Mm, hopefully, it can come true in the future. Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, but if that's such a dream, um, the current mothers who are working full-time, uh, I think we have to change that and, you know, maybe get mothers who... Can do it full-time. Yes, can mm. do it full-time. So, I guess it's a different um, people that uh, be working with then. Mm. But it's always something that I thought of. I'm not sure whether we can actually do it. Mm-hmm. But I realized over the few years that a lot of things had happened beyond <laughs> what I can imagine. Mm-hmm. So, so nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. Yeah. I would love to, you know, you, thank you so much. First and foremost, you brought me some to try. Some <laughs> but I would love to try everyone's, you know. Oh, okay. And, and yeah. And maybe, you know, maybe we can think of how it can turn into what you envision, right? I think. What's needed is obviously more resources, Correct. more support, yeah. uh, some funding, and that dream can become a reality, right? So we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to, to see how we can help also. So um, Ramadan is around mm. the corner. Yes. Is that going to be a period that's busier for your moms? Mm, yes. So we have started talking about uh, the goodies that we want to uh, sell to the public mm-hmm. um, and the prices as well. Uh, so we are opening up orders soon. Uh, so hopefully we can get all the orders in by the first week of April. Yeah. But we have limited um, quantity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and But we are happy to do this again. Uh, after a break I think we took a break from Chinese New Year this year mm-hmm. so Hari Raya we're going to start again mm. and start baking so are you still sticking by the hard rule of only 20% we're not going to do <laughs> actually all business owners or project managers know that even you say you only work 20% or X percentage <laughs> eh, you do more than that <laughs> yeah, yeah. even before you sleep I start to think like oh what 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 happened eh? what did this person say how can I do this better mm, tomorrow yeah. I must take a note must must tell this person so you know mm. so you, you can't stop thinking mm. but um, because I was a project manager, right? So time management is very important to me because I have two kids. So I have to ensure that, uh, you know, I have a proper time to follow mm. so that my ch- kids know mm. when exactly they can actually ask me questions or uh, mm. when I can play with them. Uh, so I think it keeps everybody sane if you have a, a timeline or a schedule that you can actually follow. Yeah. So, so yeah, I just say it's 20%, but actually I think some days I do more than 20%. Yeah, I think there will always be the peak periods, uh, Hari Raya, uh, Chinese New Year, right? Christmas. Christmas, Diwali. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, you have someone who does Muruku. So yeah, that, yeah, correct. <laughs> it's a very, very busy period. So, um, so looking at everything you've been doing, mashallah, mm. um, so many amazing things, you're helping single moms, you you are very careful about the kind of opportunities you take in and what you think you need to reject for uh, the protection of your team members, right? Mm. For your for the single moms in your team. And you mentioned earlier that you want that stigma to be removed, that mm. single moms are actually strong and they can be independent and they don't need everyone's pity. Um, they can grow on your own with the right kind of environment mm. and support. Okay. Um, so... Is there anything else? Like if I were to ask you, okay, Sus, what is the end goal? Maybe if the vision is, I mean, beyond the kitchen, lah, beyond mm. the kitchen, like maybe 10 years from now, perhaps, mm. right? Or 10, 10 years since you started 2019, so 2029. <laughs> where do you see create, Curated by Sus um, being and you know what kind of impact would it have created in society? Mm. 
Because right now we are only doing baking uh, products. I'm sure there are other single mothers who has other type of skills. Mm. So in the long run, hopefully, that we can actually get um, you know people who can sew, for example, mm. different skill sets that is under created by Sus. Mm. And created by Sus will be a platform where we actually host these little uh, home based businesses with mm. us. Um, so it become like a little shoppy. But for home-based businesses, so I guess in the long run, I would like that to happen. Because right now, right, um, we have been working from home, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's a hybrid working environment. Mm. So home-based businesses are not going away anytime soon. Yeah. And I think that a lot of more people are actually doing things from home now. So it should be a more uh, receptive idea mm. in the future. Uh, I think the future will be something like that where people just want to order something and then you just get delivered. So hopefully Created by Suze can be like a Shopee platform mm-hmm. but a home-based businesses that actually engages um, single mothers or stay-at-home mom from mother's family um, to put their setup uh, with us. You know when you said delivery, um, mm. I even imagine like some of those who are now working for the other big brands mm. as delivery workers, mm. they can join you and oh, deliver okay. exclusively <laughs> for you, right? Because maybe yeah, yeah they have the experience, yeah. they know how Correct. where to get, where how to get around mm. town and and the country. So, I like your vision. Thank you. <laughs> it's very interesting. So yeah. But I think I need more of me to do something like that. Yeah, yeah. but but I guess it, going back to my earlier point, um, if you can perhaps come up with the right pitch, mm. um, the right kind of um, concept, eh? which mm. I, I think you're almost there. You know, <laughs> you're 80% there. Um, yeah. So some fine-tuning and introducing you to the right people, I'm sure somebody would want Enjoy to support well. you. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very much possible. Mm. Okay. Um, it's, been, it's been interesting chatting with you and hearing about what you've been doing in Curated by SUS. Um, and I look forward to trying the other uh, mm. bakes that you guys can do. And I like the idea of involving other talented single moms with other skill sets mm. because you don't want to leave them out. I know food mm. is popular, but there are many other services that are needed as well. Correct. Um, and, you know, dulu, uh, pre-COVID, a lot of Singaporeans look at tempat baju in Malaysia, Indonesia, but why not the here? Yeah. If there are people who can actually do those kind of work and, and also like local. for example, uh, more creative mothers who can design maybe website logos, exactly, yeah, exactly. cards, you know, that kind mm. of stuff. Uh, I think those are the things that you can actually do from home. You can do under yeah. one roof lah. So cakap, you do the berkat and then you do the baju <laughs> pengantin, end to end, <laughs> and then you do the yeah. card pengantin, <laughs> yes, and everything end to end, you know. So yeah, that, that that's nice. Okay, so thank you so much for uh, being here. Is there anything else you'd like to share with my listeners about maybe your hopes, um, you know, either just for curated advices or anything else? Oh yeah, by the way, can mm. you share if they want to order, how do they go about, where do they go? Mm, we have an Instagram page mm-hmm. uh, and a Facebook page. Uh, we are coming out with a website, hopefully, inshallah, by the end of this month. Okay. Uh, and you can actually place the orders through our social media pages. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So, any last words, hopes? Um, I do hope that people's perception of single mothers uh, will change mm-hmm. as well as perception of stay-at-home moms because a lot of capable ladies are actually staying at home due to whatever reasons that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that the community will actually, you know, support them in other ways, not mm-hmm. through charity, but to support their work, to support their art. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that that's how we can actually change the way people look at other people then. Yeah. To remove all the checkboxes. Mm. Yeah, so there's no labels on anyone. Mm. Mm. Lovely, lovely. Awesome. All right. 
Um, I, I agree that, you know, if you keep only giving donations, it will only last them for a while. But if you support them in the mm. work that they do, Correct. then they, they can sustain themselves and their mm. children, mm. Okay, whom I think they love most and they worry about the most. So when you give them such opportunities, you are helping more than one person. Mm. Right? You're helping an entire uh, family unit. Mm. Mm. And so... Let's let's visit curated by Swiss guys. Bombard them with orders until they have to reject you. Okay, so <laughs> but let's show some love. Curated by Swiss on Instagram and Facebook. Drop them a DM um, to place your orders. All right. So thank you once again, Swiss, for coming. Thank you, and sir. I hope uh, you enjoyed this little chat that we had. And I wish you the very best in your thank future you so endeavors and uh, success. Inshallah. All inshallah. right. So take care and thank you so much everybody for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you liked what you heard, please share it around so that others can be inspired as well. Okay, so till the next episode on the Mizi White Podcast, take care, stay awesome. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Bye-bye.